What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from Off Guard, and I've got some exciting news. Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi, is officially moving to our own podcast feed. We are now dropping two shows every week. Me and Pasha go way back and talk so much hoops already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on these conversations. Every week, Pasha and myself will hit on the biggest stories happening around the league. Tap into the show twice a week on our new Off Guard feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Callie, hello. Hello. We got to get right into Golden Bachelor. I was like, what should we start with? But obviously we have to start with the cliffhanger. Oh, honestly, I am really enjoying Bachelor in Paradise. Me too. It's fun show. So I thought you were going to start there, but I understand. And every every week, I know it's annoying because we bring it up every week. But these episodes are so quick. We just get through just, them just an hour. so quickly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that I'm, I think it's a good place to start. You're right. It is a good place to start. He has chosen Leslie. She's going to the finals. They're going to Costa Rica. And then he's got to choose between Faith and Teresa. Who are you putting your money on, Callie? Uh, I mean, it's, it's Faith. <laughs> if it's not Faith, I'll be shocked. Absolutely. They should have gotten the first rose. I think the big decision was Leslie or Teresa. Oh, interesting. I don't know. He seems really into Leslie. I thought the fact that we saw Leslie's grandkids and like the cold open was pretty meaningful, but maybe I'm reading too much into it. I think it's I think it's Faith. Wow. You think Faith is the one who wins overall? Yeah, I think it's like Faith is his wife. You know what I was thinking about watching this episode though? What? Like when we watched the original mm-hmm. Bachelor, Bachelorette, I'm just like, yeah, obviously like these people are including myself. When you're in your 20s, you're just like so dumb that you can just get engaged and like whatever. You can get unengaged. You can break yeah, up. Yeah, of course. At this age, I'm like, it's kind of crazy that they're like, yeah, let's get engaged after going on three dates. Yeah, it's like, this is it. It's just going to be the... Probably like I feel like, like their last relationship. Yeah. Also, like breaking up at this point seems like a much bigger deal than breaking up when you're 24. You know, like yeah, getting to the point where you're getting down on one knee and getting engaged. I do know that like later in life, people will get engaged quicker because they're just like, "What do I have to lose? Like, I yeah. like this person. Let's just go do it. Whatever." But to actually do it, I just feel like you don't break up. So whoever does this, like they're getting married. Allegedly. I'm of two minds. On the one hand, I'm like, yeah, I guess get married. Like, why not? But keep everything separate. 
Then on the other hand, I'm like, what do you need to get married for? Like, can't you just be in like a committed relationship? Why do you need to like make this mm-hmm. like a, a legal thing? I don't really get it. Especially since everyone's been married. Yes. And everyone right? also like has kids. It's just complicated. So like, I felt this way very strongly with JLo. I'm like, why is JLo getting married again? She just doesn't need to. Well, okay. But JLo's a little bit younger. Yeah, I know. But even so, I just, I don't know. Marriage as like a legal, legally binding commitment just seems like not necessary to me. But what do I know? By the way, you had someone that was a little bit older on your last podcast, correct? Yes. 30 years older. Yes. What do you... (laughs) Sorry, not a little bit older. Older. (laughs) Do you think that she would want them to get married? That's a great question. I should have asked her. Damn, I wish I had. (laughs) She'd been there. I don't know. (laughs) She was really a delight, though. If you haven't listened, I I definitely uh, recommend it. It was very fun. Her name is Michelle Herman. She's a professor at Ohio State. I don't know what she would have said. You know, in some ways, like, I felt like a lot of her answers were predictable. But then on the other hand, like, not at all. I don't know. She seemed she seemed like a very, like, just like a lovely woman. Maybe I'll DM her and ask her what she thinks. Can we talk about Teresa's right. family? Yeah. I think we're going to talk about all their families. So yeah. let's start with Teresa. Teresa was first. <laughs> Teresa's family, Teresa's daughter said that Teresa comes over every day, which... You know, say what you will, too much, too little, I don't know. Seems like it's part of like the routine of their family though. Though I'm not rooting for Teresa, like I'm now, I never was. I'm really not rooting for her because I, I just like her family routine shouldn't be so disrupted by her having a fiance in Indiana. I'm just like concerned for that. Um, okay. Well, I felt oppositely, which I do like your point. I didn't think about that. I have never liked Teresa. Like honestly, can't believe she's final three. It's like hard to believe. Yeah, I, I was I was shocked that she was final three, especially over our girl Ellen and Roberta. And after meeting her family, I'm like, I think she's probably a really, really nice woman. I am super close with my mom, and both my mom and my husband's mom see our kids an incredible amount. And it's in like I can't even put into words how helpful they are. And seeing that she's that helpful for her daughters just made me be like, mm, okay, she's probably great. <laughs> Bad at it. There is something about her that makes her seem like, I wouldn't say youthful, but like juvenile. And seeing her with her family made her seem less like that, I think. Like her sisters oh, and her had like a nice relationship. I didn't write this down in my notes, but I did take notice to her jog. Mm. to Gary was Mm -hmm. great. Great (laughs) speed, great knee lift. Like she can run. (laughs) Teresa and Leslie clearly have much. Yeah. As she noted, Teresa and Leslie have way more familiarity with the show than Faith because Faith is like, get on my horse. Here I am with my stallion. Meanwhile, Leslie and and (laughs) Teresa, they got the run and the jump down. I mean, even Leslie jumped on him. She she actually did it. But back to Teresa, her her family's house, like her, I assume it was her daughter's house, was like just like very familiar to me. I was like, oh okay, this is a New Jersey family. I I feel familiar with that concept. <laughs> Maybe it definitely softened them, softened Teresa for me in a way that I I hadn't been feeling previously. But like when they asked Gary, like, are you falling in love? And he was like, that's a really hard question. I was just like, not the answer that you want if you're Teresa's daughter. (laughs) No, 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 no. Not the answer. And quite the opposite of the answer he gave the other two. I know. Maybe because it was first. Maybe they, I wonder if like the producers were like, don't answer that way. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Not positive, but I think, I think it's harder to fudge that with Gary. And also when there's only three instead of, Four. Plus, at various times, he's like, I've already seen Teresa and I've already seen Faith and now I'm here with Leslie. Yeah. Even if they did that in post, like, it looked like he did it on scene and they couldn't have, like, necessarily known how they were going to do it. I just, I think it was in the order we saw. Okay, so maybe he warmed up after after Teresa, but it would be really hard. I loved, I actually really enjoyed seeing the families. Me too. Because you also see all of their reactions being like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that like my mom is dating, which is way more interesting than on regular Bachelor. Because seeing the kids who are more familiar with the concepts of like reality TV be the ones who are sizing up the lead is way more interesting than like someone's parents being like, what do you want with my kid? 
And I think all the families did great. But I will agree with you. I'm glad you feel the same. As not being captains at the Teresa Fan Club, we both kind of came away from her family visit being like, okay, maybe she's not bad. She's probably just like not not socially graceful. Also, she seems like she might not have a lot of like friends. Like I feel like maybe the only people in her life are her sisters and her daughter and grandkids, which is also like probably true of a lot of women people as they get older. It's like your family is your life. It's basically true well, for me now. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems like she <laughs> it seems like she spends a lot of time with them. So she might not have as much of a social calendar. Yeah. Um as some of the other ones, but I did really like her family. I loved the things that they had to say about her. I know. They really focused on how nice she is, which like... Yeah. Which you can see that she's nice. She's almost like too nice and unaware of even like being anything other than nice. Yeah. She's very focused on like how she's feeling in the exact moment, I guess. Yeah. She seemed confident. The way she was talking about the relationship with her sisters, she seemed really confident. The one little red flag... I was thinking about this. If my mom, who is a little bit younger than Teresa, but not by a lot, if she were to start dating, she went on the show, was was dating someone, brought him home. Like if they were to, if Gary were to ask my five-year-old daughter, who I'm sure is somewhat in the same age as Teresa's grandsons, tell me something interesting about your grandmother. Oh my God. Selfie would not be involved. (laughs) Okay. The duck face thing was so <laughs> funny. No, and like, it was ma- funny. It was so embarrassing but, for Teresa. Like so embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> That's how they think of her. She's constantly <laughs> taking selfies. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what? Like there's no world that my daughter would even think about a camera for my mom, let alone <laughs> a, a selfie taking pictures of yourself. Yeah. And she's just constantly taking them. <laughs> Also, someone else had to have been making fun of her, like perhaps their father, for doing the duck face because I don't think the kids would just know what duck face is on their own. No, obviously they've heard someone make fun of her before because they all knew exactly what the one kid was talking about when he said it and they all imitated it. I think that's the most embarrassing thing. Something that came to mind. Most embarrassing thing to happen to any of the women on this episode. That's like really a rough one the ages that they are at, like they just say what comes to their mind. You know what I mean? Like there is no editing a five-year-old. They're going to say whatever and repeat whatever. I was actually telling, we went trick-or-treating with one of Carter's friends and Carter had come home from school last week and kept saying, just live your own life, mom. (laughs) And I was like, where where the fuck did you hear that? Like, why (laughs) are you saying that to me? And she was like, oh, Kennedy says it all the time. And so I told Kennedy's mom at Halloween, I was like, just so you know, Kennedy is at school saying, just live your own life. And Are you narking like, on Kennedy? Oh, my. <laughs> yes. Her mom was like, oh, my God, she's definitely heard me like say that before. <laughs> and like they just hear things and are going to repeat it. That's why you got to start playing school safe music when they start repeating stuff. For for sure. I'm not sure if I'm great at that, but we're doing okay here. <laughs> we'll see. I have a parent-teacher conference today. We'll see how it goes. Oh, good luck to Carter. Let's talk <laughs> about Faith. Unless you have any final thoughts on Teresa. No, I would say all good except for the duck face. Her, her daughter seems pretty nice. I thought her daughter's emotion was also like understandable and really genuine. The way she was clearly feeling really emotional about her father and also yeah. like, her mother moving on. I thought that was Which, that very seemed relatable. Which a through line like a bunch of the kids were definitely struggling with that yeah i mean it's got to be pretty crazy where like your parent is on a dating show that you like i assume that almost all of these the kids like of of leslie faith and teresa are like new about the bachelor right like even if you don't watch it's a really famous show it's been on for a long time so it just it's got to be weird that like it's your mom on the show plus your mom, like, you know, really actively moving on from your dad, whether it's divorce or widow or whatever. It's just like, it's got to be crazy to confront. I can't imagine it. Also, you're confronting it while also having in the back of your mind and the guy she's dating is dating two other people. So like you also see your mom like falling in love and you're like, fuck, she might not even be chosen for this. I know. It's like so sad that the not being chosen part. However, I one thing I want to note about Gary, 
I think he's awkward with kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, really young kids. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't awkward with. Like the grandkids. Like, he wasn't awkward with. I thought he was awkward with the grandkids, not the kids. Me too. Sorry, that's what I meant. He's awkward okay, with the okay, grandkids. Okay. Yes. With yeah. the next gen, he's fine. Like people his daughter's age. But with the grandkids, he doesn't really know how to like have fun with them. Maybe he was feeling self-conscious or maybe he was like more aware of being on camera. But those were the most awkward yeah. scenes. Like in the, in the tease at the beginning when, when Leslie's grandkids are like, do you think she loves you? Or she, and I was like, yeah, I think she does. I was like, okay, man, no modesty, huh? Just going for it. Well, <laughs> well obviously you're not going to have like an in-depth conversation with a six-year-old, but I'm like, it had to have been awkward. Like they're not asking these questions. Like the producers are telling these kids like, ask, ask yeah. them, you know the what I mean? The kids are just like on screen and on camera. And then there's cameras there. I think already it's a little awkward because you have to like kind of get to know the six-year-old before you're like, Bah! Like you don't want to be goofy and like not know if the kid likes that. You know what I mean? You got to get, right. you got to warm them up a little bit. And I'm not sure how you warm them up with all these cameras and they're telling you what to say and do. If one of your parents were on this show, would you allow your kids to be on the hometown episode? Oh, n- I mean, Juliet, I don't allow my kids to. <laughs> no one even knows what my kids look like. No, they would <laughs> except not for when you this. accidentally also, post them and they then don't have to, to delete it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They don't need to meet Gary until we know this is like I'm uh, you're dating two other people. No ring, what no ring for? to the curry household. You're right. One hundred percent. All right, let's talk about faith. I looked up Benton City, Washington. It's rural. However, she's making herself seem like she lives in like frontier town or like, you know, like pioneer town, USA. Well, I, if you can ride your horse to the grocery store. Okay. We didn't see her do it. Pretty rural. She, first of all, she you claim she did you it. Are, but you you are yes. like born and bred in New York City. <laughs> yeah. This That's has to, I don't care what you looked up, this has to be insanely rural to you. It is, but I just want I just my my caveat is I think it's like I think it's like Washington, Oregon wine country. Like I think it's like near a lot of vineyards and stuff. Like you know, like the Willamette Valley has a lot of wine in Oregon. It's kind of close to there. So I think that Faith is quietly wealthy. That's my take on Faith, and I think that like that explains horses. So yes, the horses. But it's not just like it's not horse for transportation to go to the grocery store. It's horse for leisure, and she's like lives in like the Napa of the state of Washington. So I just like want to throw that out there because she's mm. trying to make it seem like she's rural horsewoman. And she's like not, she's not living in the wild West. She's living in the very groomed West. Did, did we look up the population? Yeah, it's 3,200 people. Shares a high school with the town over. I mean, that's pretty small. Yeah, it's really no? small. Yeah, I'm okay. not, not saying that there's a lot of people around, but it's not like, Again, like this like whole, like I ride my horse to the You're grocery saying it's store. like glamping, not camping. Yes. Thank you. Perfectly <laughs> said. <laughs> I, I like really, I'm out on faith. I know last week we, she won us over a little bit. I don't care for her. Something about her. I just find off putting and um, I don't care for her. If it's not faith, I'll cry. I love faith. You do? Team what do faith. you love about her? Well, first of all, we have three options here. Faith is definitely the best option. I is she the also, best option like, for Gary, though? No, she's not. Well, that's the only thing. Okay, so I think that Faith is going to get to the next round. The only thing that makes me a little bit hesitant is Faith, which I think this is a good thing, but I think it would be an issue for Gary. I'm not sure Faith is like ready to move mm. or adjust her life at all. She's like, I She's need not. to be close to my sons. And my horse. And yeah, which I'm going like, to take my horse to the old town road. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, at 65, it's I legit. feel you. I, I don't feel want, for the same reason, I don't want Teresa to win. I'm like, Teresa sees her daughter and her grandkids every day, and I don't want to interrupt that for them. Like, that seems like that well, would be sad. Why can't Gary move? I just am assuming he's not moving. I don't know. He hasn't, well, he hasn't also, mentioned it. If Faith, is living a quiet luxury life. Gary, you might have to pack up. Pack it up to move to Washington. He seemed to like it there. Move to wine country. I think he was the most excited to see her. Like he had the most 
and, and like their PDA in front of her family, I, I actually found uncomfortable. I was just like, get a room, guys. Well, you could hear you could hear in the background they were like, oh my god, like they couldn't <laughs> believe that it was happening. But yeah, I think he is like very in love with her. I do too. I think the way he just like looked at her and he, and and they like were talking out loud about like being in love. Yeah, I was like, is this Father of the Bride? Have you seen that movie? Father of the Bread? Yes. You know, yes. When, you know when Annie comes home with her with her fiance and they're like all over each other in front of Steve Martin and he's like cring- cringing and it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. I was like, this is Father of the Bread like, but in reverse. Uh, this is not really what I wanted to experience. But thank her, you. Her sister crying. I was like, is she crying because she's happy or because she's horrified? <laughs> she's just like, what's going on here? I think she's happy. I think she's like, holy fuck. When is like when is the last time I've seen her just like make out with someone in front of me? Probably never. One would hope. Oh, and by the way, we're gonna talk a lot about making making out when we transition to Bachelor in Paradise. But let's continue. I don't think I've ever seen my parents making out. Like, I, it's just like a weird concept. I've never. No thanks. <laughs> Imagine if they're doing it with a stranger on TV. Like that's Mm-mm. a stranger to you. <laughs> no, that's an immediate no for me. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. The thing about these dates is like usually on on regular Bachelor, or sorry, I told Michelle I was gonna start calling it Young Bachelor. On Young Bachelor, they usually <laughs> have like an activity plus meeting the family. And they kind of had an activity, but more of just like a greeting, and then you get to meet the family. Mm-hmm. They they did the horseback riding because of, you know, Faith is a horse girl. But I would I would like to have seen a slightly more extended like alone time of all of them together, but there's only so much time in the time. episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Gotta keep it moving. <laughs> we didn't have enough time. I was actually fine with it. I thought this was great. I thought Faith's outdoor space looked very nice. Bachelor data, like I always want to know who's like on camera mm-hmm. the most. It mm-hmm. seemed like Faith was the star of the show this week. Yeah, I think so. She also had the strongest personality. I will say the only red flag with her is that she's like, I'm not moving. Nobody else has said I'm not moving. I, I've just been assuming that Gary's not. But Faith was just like, basically said she that. Wasn't, she wasn't like, I'm not moving, but was also like, obviously you're moving here. Well, she <laughs> said- I gotta be close to, yeah, she's be close like, to my sons. Yeah, that's what she said. Horse. I think that means I'm not but moving. she said that and Gary was like, right, but look how, look what we have. I was like, okay. You don't want to talk about the problems at all. You want to go no. straight to how great you guys are doing. He's not interested in problem solving right now. He's just doing the fantasy. That's a good that's a good point. On also on young on young bachelor, we are always like you move for whoever has the better career. So I don't know how you decided at this point. Like I think at this point you move for whoever is closer with their family. I feel like the man should move because Gary. Wow, that's that's not what I was thinking, but Good point. I was like, move to whoever has the better house. We're retired. We mm. want to live nicely. That's a good point. But he lives on a lake and she lives on a farm. I mean, it depends on what kind. It's like, it's like a dating app, mountains or beach or whatever. Let's have two households. <laughs> We're retired. Like we can fly back and where forth. Are the ta- where are the taxes lower? Where are probably, the taxes lower at? I have no idea. I bet the state of Washington is fairly high. Yeah. But, that, that would be my guess. But like Benton City itself probably has like really low taxes. So who knows? Anyway. They probably don't even have taxes the way the way that Faith was talking about it. They probably she, don't have. She's that like, I live on un- unincorporated <laughs> land here in the West. Yeah. Come visit me and settle a new town. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Gary should move for sexist reasons, which is I feel like a grandmother is more important to the caretaking of her family than Gary is for his. But like that's I base that on literally nothing and on like just a sexist conception of the role of a matriarch versus the patriarch. But I'm like, if he's not still working. What's his value to his family? Which is so insane. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely not true. But I will say that while that might be sexist, I would have to assume that statistics show us that that's a lot of the case. I would only say that it's different for Gary because his wife's not there. So he's probably a huge part. And and he's told us he's very close with his daughters. Yeah. Let's talk about Leslie. Leslie has a Teresa problem, not into her clothing this week. Dress your age, girl. Or just not even dress your age. I'm not saying like look frumpy, but I just felt like she was really trying to reenact a, a young bachelor hometown. 
and in general, didn't work for me. You notice clothes way more than I do. I think it's because I, I've been saying this basically for the since since COVID began in March of 2020. I'm like obsessed with seeing how other people dress because I'm trying to figure out how to dress myself. And I'm really judgmental of other people's clothes because I'm also really judgmental of my own. Well, I should probably be trying to figure out how to dress, but I just wear sweats every day. That sounds great. I just got two new pairs of Sockonies I'm really excited about. I feel like they're really going to contribute a lot to my life. Sockonies? Sockonies sneakers. S-A-U-C-O-N-Y apostrophe S. You know them. You do. S. A U N S A U C O N Y. You don't know. Sacconis. <laughs> Let's move back to to Leslie. You shook your head when <laughs> okay. I said I wasn't into her. Why? Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm just not into her. She seemed like everything has to be like a bad story. Hmm. Like something like just like sad like that happened to her. Sad. Everything's just sad. 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 Um. Which I mean, I'm sorry those things happened to you, but I'm like, <laughs> can we get an upbeat? Like he's about to meet your family. Let's. I know she must be. I think she has to be more upbeat than we're seeing. I feel like they're giving her like the sob story edit to like edit, explain yeah. to explain why they're into each other. I I have to assume she's more upbeat, but. Yeah, I mean, she sits him down on the bench to explain how her father died while she was 16, and then her her brother stepped in, which is, like, really sweet. Also, it might explain some things about her relationships with her family and stuff, and, like, also, I don't know, it seems like maybe losing her father would affect the relationships, but, yeah, it's just, like, a downer. Her kids were not what I was expecting. Were the boys twins? What did you think? I'm not sure. I was... Yeah, maybe. I mean, but how can you even tell that? That's just like two kids. They could be know, like two years apart. They just like seem the or same age. Irish twins. Yeah, when they're like, like a eleven year. months apart or something. Yeah. Did you think the story of her brother being like, "I'm your father now"? That was a little bit weird, but perhaps it's a paraphrase of what happened. I, I have a hard time believing her brother, even though he's like older. He's not like so much older. Being like, "I'm your father now." I mean, maybe he was like, "I'm going to take care of you." I or- also just can't. Yeah, I also can't imagine like someone losing their father and then going to their sister and being like, "I'm your father now." Like, <laughs> it's like Captain Phillips. I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, that was weird, weird way to put it. He seemed like maybe a nice right. guy. Maybe she was. Yeah, he seemed great. All looked- the fam, like I wasn't. You know, usually for the younger bachelor, <laughs> there's always a family where you're like, wouldn't want to join that one. Yeah, they all seemed all. really great. I thought that. Leslie's brother looked like Mark Marin. Do you know the comedian Mark Marin? Well, they looked alike. Leslie was the only one where they didn't go to her house, which I was curious about. Like, why didn't why couldn't they go there? They went to like some like event space. It was like a loft in Minneapolis, which I didn't really understand. He does look like Mark Marin. Thank you. I thought so too. I also think Mark Marin might be from Minnesota, but I'm not positive. He's from Jersey City. Oh, not the same. I talked a lot about it a lot with Ellen, but Leslie's family also Jewish. She wears she's wearing the Star of David. Also, she called she said the word mensch nine times, a million times, yes. Which like I feel like that's a word that's just kind of like in English now. It's from Yiddish, but yes, she said the word mensch a million times. But it must be like a family joke because then the brother and Gary talked about it, where they're like, "It'd be great to have another mensch around." (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's a word. It's a thing. No, it's definitely a word, but a family joke? I don't know. It was maybe maybe Leslie says it a lot. There was a lot of mentioning of the mensch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really remember anything else that her kids said. Her her daughter seemed like very emotional as well, to your point about mm-hmm. like the, this being like hard for the kids. But she wasn't as eloquent as Teresa's daughter, in my opinion. Well, I think her daughter is still like trying to process it. Figure, yeah, figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I thought Leslie's but great kids were really so cute. normal to me. Nothing seemed like, me too. like too forced or like doing it for TV, which I know, again, we've said that about this version of The Bachelor. It just seems so much more real, which I think is why I was like, wait, fuck, they're really going to get engaged and <laughs> married for real. Like it's not for TV. I think also the families make more sense. Like the, them being weirded out or like not being totally natural. Like 
it just makes more sense because of the way the dynamic has changed. But I I liked seeing Stuart talk to to Gary. It was the only time where Gary talked to like contemporary who was a man. And I enjoyed that. I realized we haven't seen him interact with a man the entire season. Yeah. <laughs> Except no, for Jesse, I guess. And they were like, but very, I feel like we've seen Jesse even less. Yeah. Even less than usual. normal. Yeah. But it, it was funny. I was like, oh, he's only interacted with women until this point. Yeah. And he had a good in- interaction with Stuart and they were laughing and. Yeah. Stuart was like, was what the good. fuck is going on here? He was just like, what is this <laughs> shit? Yeah. Also, I think on. Uh, I guess we get about the same. I think all these people are more so like we just really want our moms to be happy, and yeah, I'm, we're a little we're nervous about her getting hurt, but we want her to be happy. And all of them seem to think that they were happy with Gary. I can't believe it. He seemed, I think if my mom brought home Gary, I'd be like, "This guy, that's it. Yeah, went on TV for this. He seems really nice." Mm. But I, I have to say, I'm disappointed. With his final three. Not because I like strongly dislike any of them. I think I'm rooting for Leslie at this point by process of elimination. Something about Faith I found really off-putting this week and Teresa we've been making fun of all season. But I just feel like he didn't... He picked... That sounds horrible. What? How I just put it? So we've been making fun of her all season. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being honest (laughs) with what's been going on here, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the more fun women, he just like... He just wasn't. He's just not into it. I guess that's yeah, his type. He is, for lack of a better phrase, mm-hmm. he's bland chicken. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't want too much. I was gonna go with basic. I was like, he's just a basic guy. He doesn't want too much spice in his life. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Which you're is right. Fine. Which I, I think is another point for Leslie. I feel like Faith is too like. She does have her quirks related to her her horse lifestyle. And Teresa is like doing duck face. I feel like Leslie is kind of the most straightforward of these three. <laughs> yeah. Duck face is a sign of too much, too much going on for Gare Bear. <laughs> but Leslie is too sad, I think. I think he might be sad. Even though he talks in this sort of like, I can't believe this is really Mr. happening. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Oh, that, you sent me that TikTok, but it's sort of like a sense of wonderment. I do get the sense he's still pretty sad. He brings up Tony a lot, which I think probably mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense, but I wouldn't say the man has moved on. It's the last time he was about to fall in love with someone, meeting their family. <laughs> Would you say this man has moved on? Gary? I guess, I guess I don't know if you really fully move on when you're... Yeah, I don't think you have to because they're not alive to go back to. I know, but it's not about going back. It's just about being like ready for a new person. I think he's ready for a new person, but do I think that he's moved on from Tony? No. I don't think he ever will. Yeah. Just want true love. I think he needs to find someone else. I think he needs to find someone who's okay with that. Like, I, I'm wondering how much he's discussed that with the gals. Like, not saying like, I will always love Tony, but just more like, you know, it's still a big part of his life. I, I don't know. I should, we, we need it again. We need a, um, a widower to join us to to discuss this because it's some intricacies of dating and in the fourth quarter that I, I don't know about. By the way, I would be interested in that conversation. I okay. actually would like to know, like, how does that work? We'll find someone to, to join us perhaps on Monday. So let's talk about the rose ceremony before we talk about paradise and an abridged version. Callie, I think you need to come back on Monday. There's too much to cover. We're not going to get to all of it. Okay. <laughs> Just just throwing it out there. This is a wacky pod today. <laughs> the rose ceremony. So he gives Leslie the first rose right away. Tell me you noticed her dress. I mean, you had to have noticed her dress. Do you remember? Nope. It's like a lot of like black sheer material going on. Wow. Mm-mm. Can't believe you don't remember. It was a statement I think I piece. More so I'm like, oh, they look good. They look, they don't she look good. She did look good. Like- but it was like a daring dress. I thought they all looked good. I do remember thinking that I like Faith's hair sometimes looks different. It looked different at the rose ceremony and I liked it. I didn't notice that. Teresa kind of looks the same all the time. But. She does, yeah. Teresa Teresa and Faith are left, you know, wondering who he's going to pick. If I'm either one of them and he leaves the rose <gasps> ceremony in the middle, what? Oh, first of all, if I am Leslie, I'm feeling great. Yeah, he's like, she's like, oh, so I was the no-brainer. Good to know. 
Yeah. Why don't you just <laughs> and get? I was struggling with who's going to get second place because I just thought of, you know, who Faith looks like? Who? The mom in Sons of Anarchy. I don't know who that is. I'll look oh it up my right gosh! Now. Have I, you watched I, that d- show? No, I haven't. I heard it's good. It's a. It's like a pretty famous woman. <laughs> well, we don't know her name, and I can't picture her, so she's not well, that I'm famous. Well, I'm not good with these things. Every time you mention someone famous, I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Katie Seagal. Oh yes, she's from Married with Children. She does look like her. I agree. And you know, her son is on Tell Me Lies, one of our favorite soft porn mm-hmm. Hulu shows. Which, by the way, I think is the second season, right? Anyways, soon. Oh, exciting. I think so. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I remember Leslie's dress now. Well, I don't remember. I just saw it. <laughs> and it's like a lot of like black lace. She sort of looks like the Black Widow going to prom. Deep V. Yeah, deep, deep, deep V. I don't want you to be torn up over giving me a rose. Either way, if I don't get it or if I do get it, either way, I'm not happy if I'm either of these ladies. We both have said that we have not been sad the whole season. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh God, this really sucks for whoever doesn't get it. I was annoyed. And I don't even I was like, love yeah, Teresa. Sucks. I felt bad. I know, it's just sad. It's just sad for her. Yeah, if it's he, sad. If he doesn't pick Faith, I'll be shocked. Like positively oh, shocked. Too. I was surprised it was even We've such been a hard shocked decision. more than once though. I know. I just, the fact that it's such a hard decision for him is surprising. I don't know if, it, maybe it's not hard. Maybe it's more so hard for him to eliminate someone. Like he says he in the previews for next week, I know what I want to do. I think, yeah, he doesn't want to disappoint anyone. Any final predictions of what's going to happen? Who do you think he picks on the end? Faith? I think it's Faith. I don't know, but if he's not so sure about her now. Yeah, but I think he is sure. I think he's just like, fuck, I really don't want to hurt Teresa. So it's more about being a people pleaser. He said, I love you to two people. It has to be those two. You can't say I love you to two people and then d- eliminate one of the ones you said it to and say it to a third person. I don't think so. Yeah, that would be like some Ben Higgins Are they stuff. doing overnights? I think so. They go to Costa Rica. I mean, Callie, people over 70 have sex too. I just don't need to hear it. I mean, we never do. We don't hear the, we don't hear the noises from their overnight know, but We like, we, <laughs> we, we hear the like, Last night was great. We will definitely be hearing that. And we'll definitely be seeing them in pajamas. I have no doubt about it. In bed? I don't know. Maybe. All right. We'll see. Buckle up. (laughs) I think that next week is the the women tell all. Bachelor, Golden Bachelor posted about it. Then a week off. So we have like a long time to wait until we get there so we can emotionally prepare for seeing Gary in the fantasy suite. Or for whoever gets eliminated, because that's going to suck too. Poor Teresa. At least she's got a nice family. But even, no, even final two. Like whoever oh, doesn't yeah. get it, that's going to be awful to watch. Teresa's family seemed like they were having like a great summer day. I was like, oh, this must have been in August. Everyone was hot and just sort of like hanging out at home. She lives near the Jersey Shore. It seemed great. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. 
on the topic of the shore, let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise. Another great Almost episode. Paradise. <laughs> great That's episode. The That's the I'm one. I'm really enjoying it. Me too. Just another tough week for Rachel. Will this woman ever find love? Will anyone, anyone ever pick her? Uh, you know, we, after her season, were like, Gabby deserves her own season. Da, 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 da. Rachel deserves her own season. I agree. Point. Rachel should be our first two-time bachelorette. I think she really does deserve it. And she got the short end of the stick. I feel like they must have a better sense of who she's into at this point. Like, let's help this woman out. They don't. They didn't put anyone on the beach for her. I guess that um, I don't completely know who she's into, but I don't have hours and hours of tape well, with her. Yeah. Also, all the behind the scenes stuff. Like, they know her pretty well at this point. Yeah. I thought it was really sweet. Avon, like, genuinely seemed concerned about her. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, they almost, like, he yeah. almost went back to her. I think he was really in love with her. And you could see, like, when he was talking about it, like, I was like, oh, he, like, actually cares. He seems like a good dude. I think Tyler cares about her, too. I mean, that's who he was talking to. So, yeah. yeah. It yeah. seemed like they both were they both were genuinely like, this sucks for her. She should have picked Avon. They wouldn't have made it, but she should have picked him. All right. Can you, I can, like, in my head hear her saying, Avon, like, giving her a, giving him the rose. <laughs> the rose? Rose ceremony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think Avon and Kylie will make it? It's really hard to say because we've not heard a single conversation between them except for them deciding they're closed off. Like, maybe? Because they do seem to spend a lot of time together and it must just be so plain and boring that they don't show it. But, like, I think they're kind of always together. Unless they're she's with Kat together, and he's with Tyler. But the, I feel like they're always together, but then they'll just, like, show them talking to other people. It's never, like, their conversations. I've just been referring to him as the silent Adonis because he doesn't talk, but he's just so goddamn hot. <laughs> Although I, I, his personality is. makes him less hot because, again, he doesn't talk. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if if Kylie brings out the best in him. I have no um, idea. You know who doesn't I, bring out the best in Kylie? Cat? Yeah. You know who doesn't bring out the best in anyone? Cat? Cat? I think kind of brought out the best in Tanner. I thought he actually handled the breakup well. Oh, I thought he did great. Yeah. But he needed to run. I <laughs> I texted you this last night. Like, do, is this really cat? Okay. Uh, uh, someone else, someone, Mina Kimes texted me being like, they must hate cat. Like, this is like a crazy, unfair edit. She's clearly, though? she's saying things. Yeah, she's doing all this stuff. Like, she is doing it. I think the most, of, most like offensive thing cat has done was how when Charity came down, the way she talked about John Henry in front of Olivia was like just completely nuts. Also, similarly, the way she talked about how much Tanner sucks in front of Davia, it's just like, she is not a good friend. She's not a good, like, she doesn't follow any kind of girl code at all. It's fucked up. Obviously, Olivia was like cheering for her when she ended things with Tanner and then she went and just didn't even have a conversation with Olivia, nothing. Yeah. Has said like, there said things about Olivia since all of a sudden liking John Henry, which obviously she does not. <laughs> like, he seems like a weird guy. <laughs> all, yeah, yeah, he does. And then when Olivia and John Henry are making out, she's like, can you believe this? Where am I? What's happening? And I'm like, what do you mean? They've been They've been together. Up. Yeah. She's diabolical and then, in that way. When she had to say, she's like, I walked away from it. I walked away from Tanner. I just want to be clear. Like I left him. Like, and everyone's no, like, girl. They're like, good for you. That's not what happened. No, they're like, good for you. But then like rolling their eyes behind her back, basically. And I'm just like, Kylie, it's a little weird that you're friends with her. And, and Charity, she's encouraging her. This is your best friend. I know. Definitely makes me judge Charity for sure. But Kylie as well, she's fucking egging her on. She's like, go after John Henry. And she's like, where's anyone's loyalty to Olivia? Olivia's given us a lot. We need Olivia as like the show a narrator. Lot. Yeah. I, um, I really like I've her. I've been annoyed with her in this episode. I really liked her. I, I like her in general. Just like I'm grateful to her presence. She's doing a lot for us. But back to Kat, like is she is who she is. She's doing all these things. So yes, this is who she is. But it's not like also, a normal it's not environment. Her first season doing these things. Like she did these things also on The Bachelor. Yeah. Like she has a really hard time seeing outside of herself. Definitely. 
She's extremely selfish. But I have to think she's also drunk a lot of the time. Like when she's doing a lot of the yelling, I feel like she's got to be drunk. Was she drunk on The Bachelor? I don't really remember her being as much of a bitch on The Bachelor. I know that like it got to that point. Remember she like pulled, she pulled him for a chat to make out with him before his date with Charity? Charity, Charity? yes. Yeah, it was Charity. Yeah. She doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Like I just think that, well, also when Eliza brought it up to Charity, Charity like laughed and was like, "Uh uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, they might be close. I don't think she's Charity's best friend. <laughs> she also might be the kind of person who calls everyone her best friend to make herself seem important. Like if if the bachelorette can be your best friend, then like you're gonna like milk that, you know? Well, I mean, yeah. Also, her telling Aaron, he, she's like, Eliza's my girl, and then two seconds later, Eliza's like, I don't even know Cat. Like we're not close at all. So for her to tell me this, like I can't, I can't just take her word on it. I'm like, okay, Cat is. Not only, I think she's a mean, like even when she's trying to ruin other people's relationships for sure. Yeah. Remember when John Henry was like, I wouldn't say that like before now, I wouldn't say she's the most friendly. I don't know if that's the right word to use. And Tanner was like, it might, it might be the right word. Like, <laughs> I really like Tanner. She, she's not friendly. She's just, so she's mean. She's scary. She's selfish. She's crazy. Like she's sabotaging other relationships. What do people like about Kat? I don't I know. Think she's entertaining to watch. She's constantly touching her hair, which I like kind of relate to. Uh, I fidget with it a lot, but she's not even looking in the mirror. It's too much. It's she's too like, much. She's like constantly just like petting her own hair. I mean, I'm sure um, it's a, ner- a nervous chick. I thought was really funny when Olivia imitated fun of her. It, yeah. <laughs> she did great. She did do great. Great imitation, Olivia. <laughs> Let's talk about the cat and Eliza piece of this. So they go to the bathroom and just all of a sudden... Cat decides to spill this information out of nowhere. Like ten weeks days into this, ten days in, I'm gonna assume or whatever. And she is like, "Oh yeah, by the way, he's got like a lot of drama. Like, presume even if they don't really know each other. This can't be the first opportunity Cat had to share this information. And so Cat's been tweeting a lot about how like the like she's getting a bad edit or like you know like I'm continuity sorry. problems. And it's just like, okay, I have to assume that you're either a psychopath. Or the producers are like, hey, bring this up today. And you did it. So b- one of those Either way, has to be true. Good. Yeah, I know. It's just like a really fucked up thing to do. Which I think Olivia's right, where she was like, things aren't going good for a cat. So she's just like, fuck everyone. Yeah, she's just throwing bombs. She's just like, yeah. yeah. Uh, what can I fuck up here? And she is. But I, ha- I don't know what Aaron said. I don't really understand any of it like I'm just like is there anything happening here so he was seeing other girls before The Bachelor two other girls it, I mean the hardest thing for me to believe is I just don't see him as a fuck boy like I just don't see him like as as uh, Brayden would say you homie know, it hopping it is interesting because oh, I love that part me too it is interesting because I don't see it either I'm like I don't think he was like cheating on all the like had all me these hoes and was cheating on them like that's just not the vibe Aaron gives I think he was in a relationship, broke up, and then dated someone else, broke up, went on The Bachelor, and now they're both mad. By the way, unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I want to say this, but I'm going to say it. I do think that that happens a lot. <laughs> and relationships are exaggerated on both sides. And maybe Nate's not that bad of a guy. Oh my God. This is like a two-year-old vendetta you're bringing back. <laughs> Justice well, I for sent Nate. You the, I sent you that TikTok. Did, did, you, did you see the thing that Gabby said about him? That he's like the only one who reached out uh, to say like, happy for you and Robbie. Yeah. And that they're still like somewhat friends. And I'm just like, he just doesn't seem like a horrible guy. No, he's definitely not a horrible guy. And he I has his daughter all the time. So I'm like, I'm not well, sure how someone would not know. I feel like the thing about Nate was, yeah, it was more of like the push a T, you were hiding a child kind of thing. But I don't know if he actually was. Remember when push yeah, a T said like, that about Drake? She's all over, yes. <laughs> she's all over his IG. I just, she is and, now, like, though. Was she before? I know, but they seem like they have a good relationship. I just, first of all, I can't talk about anyone because like, I don't put, put my kids on social, You're nor so- do I think anyone. You're married. It's not like you're like dating and like. Oh no no no! I know, but I'm just saying. I don't think that you need to put your child on social. Of course not. I don't. Of course, that's not for me. Also, what you do on social is not not the totality of who you are and what you think. One hundred percent. So that's what I'm saying. I just don't think that that was like 
whatever. I think it seems for how good of a relationship he has with his kid, if you were that close with him, you would know something. So I'm right. Saying. So you're saying the relationship Anyways. was not as strong. Yeah, but I think that happens a lot with both men yes. and women where you want to believe it's better than what it is or stronger than what it is or you're closer to being or together than what you actually are. You feel hurt in a way that you think is like disproportionate to what the relationship actually is. So when you're telling people like why you feel a certain way, you're you exaggerate like what the situation was. And also, I'm sure that Nate and Aaron may have helped you believe that. So I'm not saying it's all on the person who feels yeah. that way, but like I'm sure in every relationship, by the way, people say things to make the other person feel good and that might lead them to believe things that aren't actually happening. And also maybe that's a nice thing to do, to like say something to make them feel better. If it's not going to impact yeah. things, I don't know. So yeah, I just don't justice see Aaron as like Nate. a horrible... The main thing I've learned about you, Nate. Callie, in 2023 is that you are willing to give a pass on cheaters if they're like under 28. You're just like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Child's play. Under 20, I would say 26. If you're under 26, I just think it happens to everyone. Everyone under 26. I haven't met anyone that hasn't been cheated on. Have you? I mean, I don't know. I haven't like polled everyone I know, but yeah. I I haven't polled everyone either, but I feel like most, (laughs) if if you're having a conversation with someone and it leads to relationships and they've had more than one, I should say maybe like high school sweethearts, it doesn't happen as often. I also don't know very many high school sweethearts. Outside of that, like most people are like, oh yeah. And then this happened when I was 23. And I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> You're like, move on. <laughs> Find a new slant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm fine with Aaron B. I don't even know what's wrong. I just liked how Kat, when, when Aaron B confronted Kat, she was like, you know, you guys need to figure out if you're going to like build a life together after this. <laughs> and I was just like, do they, do they need to figure that out right now? Isn't it just like paradise about like today and tomorrow, basically? Yes. You stay on the beach and then they're you not figure even, it out. They're not even exclusive yet. But again, Kat can't take accountability for anything. She also, can't take accountability in the and conversation, she can't and be happy. We didn't see it, but Aaron's like, you talked to me earlier today about Eliza and our relationship and didn't mention this. Like if I was Aaron, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. We just had a whole conversation. Didn't bring this up to me at all. And then you go and tell her this in the bathroom. Why wouldn't you have told me this? Like I could have explained it to you and you could have still decided whether you wanted to tell her or not. But like, why even have a one-on-one combo with me about my relationship and then go do this? I like the bathroom chat piece of it. I'm like, give us more of what's being said when they think they're safe from cameras. I want a lot also, more like, of that. Even just knowing the setup of the bathroom based on how the entrance is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty bad. style. Yeah, of course. What were you imagining? Like everyone gets an individual stall or something? Not everyone had their own, but can we get individual stalls? Like... Well, there might be. Sam was in there pushing her heart out (laughs) in front of everyone. (laughs) She needed a, a, what's that thing called from from, um, Shark Tank? A squatty potty, potty squatty. Oh, by the way, those are awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they work really well. (laughs) Highly, highly endorse. (laughs) But like in general, what else are people saying when they think we don't, they think they're they're free from the cameras? Because they don't film in the bathroom, but they're still mic'd up. Like, tell us more. I really loved it. It's hard to... Obviously, that's a tough area to record, right? <laughs> sure. The, all the noises. <laughs> yeah. But... Well, maybe just like a, like in the makeup room or something. Just give us more inside. Also, like, well, I want to schedule... we get more, more like... We used to get more like them getting ready. We used to yeah. even see the bedrooms. Like, we, ha- we don't even see... I haven't seen the bedrooms this season. I know. All we know is we heard Tanner was sleeping in. I liked when Kat was also like, I do not deserve... <laughs> To wait while he's sleeping in. It's just like, he's sleeping. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, you don't have to wait. Go do you and he'll find you when he's up. I liked how he's like, yeah, that did not go well. Tanner's just fun. Tanner's like also <laughs> plain, but I enjoy him. <laughs> no, Tanner is like good plain. Like he's yeah. plain. He's one of those people that like, if you don't know him well, you're probably just like, oh yeah, he's really nice. Yeah. But when you know him well, you hear what he's saying underneath his breath, and he's probably funny. Yes, and just really hot. I'm just very into him. Very <laughs> classically hot. Yes, and that, that plays for me. What can I say? Becca, who came to the beach, never seen her before in my life. 
literally never. <clears throat> a lot of those this season. A lot. And they all are exceptionally pretty. It's stunning kind of and weird. they seem like kind of fun. I don't know. Brayden being like, I know what this is, Tantra. Like he's like, it's like a secret. It's like, yeah, a lot of idiots have read like a ta- tantric sex book or something. And like, well, and like, this is the most intimate experience I've ever had. I mean, like maybe like physically, yes, because like who does this regularly? But he was like a little too excited about it. This is, this is just not my date. N- nevertheless, I still like Brayden. I like Brayden less after this episode. I just feel like, he clearly doesn't really like Rachel. He no. should have communicated that. I think he wants to just be in a relationship. Like, I think he was excited to, like, do something fun. I don't really blame him. I don't think he doesn't like Rachel. I just think that, like, he was maybe trying to force it to kind of keep things going. But I do maybe. like him. I also, What did you say? Him saying, like, very excited. Like, I'm just like, you're not oh, yeah. funny. Talking about Borat? Like, talking like Borat? Yeah, that gave me, that gave me the ick. I mean, I wouldn't say... I don't know. I, I like the wraps. Last week's was better, though, with the pinata. Also, have you seen all the um, stuff on social media about the girl who ate 48 oysters on her date? No. Food news. We should talk about that. Well, yeah. Some girl ate 48 oysters on a date. Like, and then was like, was like an aphrodisiac. I mean, that's what oysters are supposed to be, apparently. No, I think that they were just complaining. Like, how many oysters is too many oysters? Definitely. On a first, that's a ton of oysters. On a first, first date. I mean, I would be throwing up. There's no way. I could have like maybe uh, three. Also super expensive. Yeah. And if they're not expensive, you're going to... I don't know what's happening to your body. I, um, on Cape Cod, there's a lot of like but, buck, buck a shuck happy hours, but... 48? So you would spend $48 on, on oysters. That's sick. That's like so many oysters yeah. to eat in one sitting. <laughs> so many oysters. Why did you bring this up? But when I, because they had oysters on, they were feeding each other oysters oh. on this date, and I was like, "Wow, Bachelor couldn't have planned this timing better." Like, there's a lot of buzz on social about oysters. Now they're feeding each other oysters. <laughs> Ugh, the whole thing just grossed me out because I was thinking about this woman eat 48 oysters. But I also like don't want to feed someone an oyster. Like, I just let, can I eat my oyster? I don't like oysters that much. Like so I forty eight oysters to you sounds disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, like I like fish, but it also kind of creeps me out. Like I like a cocktail shrimp, but like three at a time, and then I'm ready to move on. Um, Jumbo I'm cocktail opposite. shrimp. You love? I can eat fish all day, every day. I feel like chicken freaks me out sometimes. Although I love oh, it. Oh, definitely. Yes, chicken. Yeah, all meat. I mean, if you really think about it, you're just like, mm. like someone cooked a lobster at my house recently. And I was like, this was alive, and now it's yeah, dead. Yeah, for some reason, fish doesn't seem as real It to was me. Although, moving and biting, and my, it has eyes, and it died in my Yeah, home. but then it, it boiled to death, like just drowned. Yes. Although, <laughs> That's a horrible I, death. usually they like crack their necks or something before they plop them in there. I say all this, and my favorite animal to, well, fish is for sure my favorite, but outside of that, love sausage which is sad it's ground up i like lamb which is also sad it's a child animal yeah lamb and pigs are just so like you know don't have octopus octopus have really advanced brains they like feel they feel is that squid squid. that's squid but octopus it's like really like they have like a lot of feelings it's sad Oh, I love octopus too, though. Like grilled octopus. I like it a lot as well. I, oh, I, I, We're getting really off topic. I'm not an animal <laughs> advocate at all, but just like basic decency. I'm just like, and also grossness. Like grocery store, I'm like, where did this meat come from? How long has it been sitting here? It's like a note for me. I think about that a lot. Apologize to all the vegans listening. <laughs> all right, Callie, we have a lot more to cover and we need to talk to someone I know. who is a widow or a widower. We didn't talk to Glitter Girl. We didn't even talk about Glitter Girl. We didn't so get we to Glitter Girl. To, lots to cover. Part two is coming to you on Monday. Thank you so much to Jade Whaley. Thank you to all the animals out there that I will not be eating. And we will talk to you soon. Don't get cheated on. (laughs) And if you do, it's not a problem, says Callie. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
you might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong. But these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.